Everybody needs to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service, so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like Little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep, and she don't know where to find them. Yo! Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Blog Talk Radio. Whoa. That was awesome. That I wonder if that's going to be how that really sounds. Hello, know. everybody, and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. I'm your host, RUScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week we're doing The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 subtitle. There needs to be like six or whatever. Titles, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so this week is Mockingjay. Man, is it? It's like huge. It's it, and it's big. I mean, it, we don't get to tell how everything. You is knew gonna it be, was going to be. Our huge. movie theater right. was huge. Right. You and knew it was going to be huge. You knew it was going to be. But then again, uh, there's been other stuff even in the last few months right. that I knew was going to be huge, and, and we were the only so ones much, in right? there. Yeah. So that's okay. Anyway, but uh, it's everywhere, and everyone loves it, and that's all you need to know, right? It's the greatest movie ever, okay. and uh, everyone go. has uh, already seen it twice. Anyway, yeah. So there's no point doing the show. All right. Before we get <laughs> to that, though. I want to throw out a couple things. We got a bunch of questions about this movie. About Mockingjay? But in a very strange way. Like, All right. You know, some we get questions, and thanks for the questions. We love questions. Absolutely. Mark Eastman at com or questions at com, yeah. or just go to com, right. and you can go to the contact us little form and the whole thing. It all works out the same, actually. Yeah. All goes to Twitter. That's right. Tweet us, yeah. and, and that'll work, too. So we we either get questions that are like a half a book. Right, yeah. Or we get questions <laughs> where and we love all your questions and if you want a dog, um we we love all your questions but uh we either get like big long books where people are kind of usually the big long ones are people are giving us crap about something. Right. right. <laughs> They're telling us that. Those are kind of funny too. Uh, or we get like these like rambling sort of things and not that we don't love all your questions. And I'm not talking about you anyway. Your question was great, but it's other people's questions. Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> we get questions that are kind of, you know, <laughs> rambling and then there's not really a question that we can exactly address yeah. in, in a straightforward way. You know, right. people. So tell me if mocking Jay was good. So that's we'll not that. really like a question, right? right? That's right. what we're going to do anyway. Um, but anyway, uh, we, we got a bunch of questions about this, and a, they were all kind of uh, how does the plot compare to the book? Oh, yeah, okay. And Things like this, right. If we, I if I like the first two movies, am I going to be really disappointed? Right. Where where in the books does it break, and is it uh, – yeah. It does it work well as – its own thing, or does it just kind of stop at a certain point? These you, are you know, all, all, good. all questions that we were asking ourselves anyway, right? Right. right. <laughs> but uh, but we did get a lot of emails about that. And uh, so we will try and get to all those things. Like, then it just becomes the certain notes that I want to make sure that, that right. we hit, right? Right. So, um, but a lot of people wanted to know, 
uh, how the breaking up of it worked, and maybe because they listen to us and you talk about that all the I time, do. and you hate the Hobbit, and I do, and all that sort of stuff. I do. So maybe they're feeding off that. Maybe they just have their own that their yeah. own question about it. It's uh, obviously a perfectly legitimate I, question, I think so too, especially with films like this that are adaptations, and they. You know, there's there's sometimes a version that's a cash grab, which is what I feel like The Hobbit is. Right. And then sometimes you have something that seems to be really done very well, which is what I feel like, uh, you know, a good example for me is the Harry Potter Deathly Hallows book. You know, I think that that was cut. Yeah, I thought I that was know. cut and done really well. Uh, I I thought you was, hate Harry I, Potter. I, I thought anyway. it was okay. I didn't think that it needed to actually be two movies. Oh, I think true. that could have been. Uh, I think that would have been fine if it was one movie. It, it'd have to be a fairly long movie. And, yeah. and the reason I say that, not that we're going to go off on this giant tangent, right. forever, but the reason that I say that is that in both of those movies, the part one and the part two, there were a lot of parts of those movies where I thought, God, you cut 10 minutes there. And then you yeah, you cut ten minutes there, and I'm sitting here watching them, you know, stare moon eyed at each other for a really long time. I don't know. They're just both of those movies. I thought so. Send your hate I, mail I once again yeah, to questions to at are you screening? Well, has there been? Uh, well, uh, anyway. I I didn't like the last book anyway. I know. So, you didn't. Um, has there been a has okay. there been an adaptation that had been split? Because this is kind of a, a new thing. Last five or six years, they didn't do right. this much before. They no, certainly didn't do no. it with the Godfather or any any of these big right, opus right. things like. Do you have one that that you can think that they did well and that you liked? You know, I don't know if there's one that really like yet. stands out. Yeah, as, maybe not yet. Well, that's the good example of doing that. But right. I'll tell you, I think that it, like especially since we're talking about this versus The Hobbit and things like yeah. that, and and you know it's going to just happen more and more. I know, right? I know. And especially this is like the exact place where it's going to happen more. These it, it's going to yeah. be like young adult adaptations yeah. that really take off. It's like. Uh, if the Twilight movies started getting made now, right, right, it'd be like seven or eight movies. I can't tell you how excited <laughs> by, by I am. Time. This is all. This is. I mean, I don't think about this much, but we went to the movie last night to get this out of the way, and they have this huge Fifty Shades of Grey thing there. Oh God! And yeah. I still think this is hilarious. And you're so that one should get split because we're going to go see this on Valentine's Day, opening day. You yeah, and me, sure we and are. we're going to break some stereotypes. <laughs> right. Maybe we won't sit next to each other. I don't right. know how this is going to go, but. Man, I'm so thankful that's not split into two films. Oh, like God. 25 Shades of Grey you, and then you know 25 what I, Shades more. You know, you know what I think is uh, the version of that that I like, which, um, you know, because you hate The Hobbit. I really do. Uh, so with The Hobbit, I think The Hobbit goes wrong with the whole idea because they start making the movies and really kind of, boom, Peter Jackson goes, ah, let's make that into three. Uh-huh. And then they start making it, right? Yeah. Now, if you were making The Hobbit and you went and, and you get like, you know, two thirds of the way through production right. and go, I don't want to cut any of this awesome stuff. Right. Let's shoot a little bit more stuff right. and split it into two movies. Then I'm probably a lot more on board with you. Absolutely. But it just because you read Mockingjay yeah. and go, but look. Those first two made a ton of money. <laughs> yeah. So wh- why do we want to be done with only a third movie? If we right. make a fourth movie, that's a lot of more money. Right. Then, I, then I don't like that. Yeah. By Not that I hated this one. No, I know. But I just I don't I don't like that as the approach. Like you just take yeah, the script too. of a book right. and say, Ah, come on, we can make two. We can <laughs> right. make double. Well, I always think of that. Uh, that's such a great line in Contact, where he's like, Why have one when you can have two for twice the price? Like right. it's just, right. it makes so much more sense from a business standpoint to make this into two films because right. you're going to get twice as much money. 
you're going to get more than and you're twice good, as much And people money, aren't going to be so ired again. Like the, the Harry Potter thing just comes up because I remember how mad everyone was. That film was supposed to be originally released earlier in the year. And Warner Brothers decided to not make it a summer film. They decided to push it right, months to right. Thanksgiving because they wanted the holiday money. And I, and I remember the outrage. Everyone's like, we're not going to see it. And I'm like, you lie. <laughs> right, right. You lie so much. But if they didn't, then things would change. But people but, are going to go But, you know, it's, no it's what, funny because so. it's funny that that's Harry Potter because there was like a Harry Potter book thing that was like the same thing at one point. There was. Like all the yeah, stuff. I, all I don't even – anyway. that was a while ago and I don't even I remember what it was. But some people were having the same yeah. thing about something about how the books did whatever getting released and people were like, I'm not going to buy gonna the book. I'm not going to buy it until – yeah. Right, and no one was there. I don't at midnight. know. I don't know that there's a whole lot of other examples about you know books that are split into more than one movie for an adaptation. It, right. Like because it is kind of a recent thing. I know you're not wild about the Harry Potter things. I still think as a if we're using that as an example, I still think right. that's the best of them. I think well, it was maybe. probably it was split. I don't know. It was there's split. Only, there's only I'm like so asking many you to choose to what we Would you rather right. be hitting the head with a bat or a right. pan? You're like, exactly. oh, okay, I don't really win out of this. But anyway, so right. we anyway. got questions, right? Uh, uh, not exactly. We just have those questions. We just got a lot of questions Things like that, that I okay. want to acknowledge the fact that people want to know we'll about how it was split. Yeah. A lot of people asked about uh, because it because it was split. <laughs> did it did it go into like a weird pacing because yeah. they were like trying to you know people right. asked a lot of questions. These about are things how that, that I think out. as so far as I what we'll I thought get about to the that thing. we're going to get to that anyway. stuff no matter what. Um, and before we get into the review, I just did want to mention one other thing, just because I think it's such a weirdly awesome like bit of news that just happened. Oh, and uh, dying, right? uh, no, um, it's Netflix actually, oh. and uh, I love Netflix anyway. But uh, so you know. Everybody knows, obviously, because they go to com all the time, that I do TV stuff all the time, too. So, um, you know, when we had, uh, I don't know, it was like June, July, whenever the upfronts were or whatever, NBC had this show, um, The Unbearable – now now I can't even remember the name. It's like uh, Kinsey Schmidt, I think. Something like that. I, I, I don't know. Um, but it's, it's like a Tina Fey show, yep. okay? And it was uh, it was basically, I think, several people behind 30 Rock, and it was Tina Fey's big new thing. And yep. they had like this trailer, which was a little odd <laughs> because it was the upfronts, but but it was really interesting looking, okay? And it never came out, right. and NBC basically was like going, hey, here's this new show we're going to have. Oh, wait, and then you like never see it. And... For a long time, there was like this back and forth. They didn't know what they were going to do with the show or when they were ever going to air it or whatever. So basically, they like sold it to Netflix. They were just they were going to like cancel it, right? Having never aired it, and yeah. said, ah, okay, you made it. We gave right. you the push to make this or whatever. They, I mean, it was developed for NBC, not like it was developed on its own and right. then try to sell it. Right. It was developed for NBC, who then ended up not wanting it. Right. <laughs> and. And Netflix not only picked it up, but they renewed it yeah. for a second season. I think season. that's awesome. <laughs> like before it's ever And I hope aired, it becomes the greatest thing ever. I do too. Yeah. And it's <laughs> it's such a it's just this little like nugget of how the world is, you know, totally changing. Right. Where, you know, some somebody does something good at, yep. but the one network goes, Ah, we got all this other things, whatever and stuff and now you know, T N T or T B S or places like that, like pick up stuff that gets yep. canceled. Um, Netflix also just saved Longmire, yeah, which uh, was a, a great show. I thought yeah. I loved that show, and uh, it got canceled even 
you know, it was on uh, TNT. I think so. Um, yeah. I hope. <laughs> but I, I think that's But anyway, I it it, uh, it got canceled and uh, Netflix has picked that they're up. They're coming in, so, man. They're co- they're ready to go head to head. And the same the same kind of stuff is happening with, you know, Amazon yeah. too and like, man, the world is just uh, We've said, look, this is a quick digression, a very quick one, but we've said this each year when the TV stuff goes into full season swing where they make so many pilots and nobody gets to see them. And we've said before, I'm sure they should just do like this subscription program where for like 10 bucks you can watch all the pilots and right. then kind of see which ones the audience is like because the suits make these decisions and some of these get buried and they're great or they right. sound great or right. they seem great. It, it, there's going to be some sort of monetization of these things going forward, whether or not they say you can look at the previews for one ninety nine on iTunes or something. Well, but yeah, and especially it, it would the, make them their money back because like they put the way millions into do, making the all way of you these. you can do it now, so, right? The way, the way things are just available to be – offered up yeah when it was the kickoff of fall there were several shows that you could watch before they aired online and stuff and then amazon had that thing uh last year and they're about to do it again Again. in january yep where uh they put like 10 pilots online and and you watch them and vote yeah and then i love that and then they pick up something. Well, and, I love that know, until my favorite show gets right. no votes. And I'm like, you bastards. Right. You know, I love it then. But Except so. except that now, who knows? Just because knows? just because it's not the one yeah. that gets voted for, yeah. it, you might still get it. Who knows? But yeah. anyway, I just thought that was like so cool. And yeah. it was an awesome like Tina Fey little it is cool. moment there. That, yeah. Anyway, okay. Um, Mockingjay, I think uh, we just run out with the scores. Sure. Yeah. I am... Uh, we're going to be pretty close at this. I'm trying really hard. I think I'm higher than you, too. To not be nine. But okay. I can't do it. You're a nine. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's big. I was trying for a long time <laughs> after seeing this film to go, ah, come on, eight and a half, yeah. eight. That's good enough. Yeah. And I was like, ah, man. Yeah. And there there were certain things that I didn't like about the movie. I don't like where it ends. Yeah. Um, and I I don't like all of the pacing stuff that happens for two Leading, str- yeah. for two kind of strange reasons. One, because there's some stuff that they really kind of do drag out a little bit, but then at the expense of having stuff that isn't there that right. I wanted. Right. <laughs> and, right. And so you've got like both things happening, which is not the norm. Um, but anyway, and and like I said last night when we were walking out, uh, it's as people are asking where it breaks up. Right. It, it seems like it breaks really early yeah and i kind of flipped did you through, look I, I flipped through the book a bit what did you and, find and it 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 is, it is a little early. early that's what i looked it, at it's earlier than you yeah. would expect right if you read the book and said well we have to split it in half you wouldn't say okay well the first movie's like the first third of the book then right <laughs> my natural instinct was to grab the book and visually eyeball about half the book right. and go forward and backward a few pages to see where that might right. be and i overshoot a lot right it really you have to go backwards quite a bit when we were you know we had like a real easy you know assimilation of the film and you know it was it was pretty much on target i i actually am surprised you're at about a 9 I'm at eight and a half, and I, I'm more favorable today than I was. I thought I was at an eight last night. Right. And it's just because there are some things that are awkward. It, it, things like this are weird for me because I know that it's a two-part film, which in some ways means I feel like I should judge it as a whole, and right. I can't do that yet. But I also feel like if it's a real, you know, if it's done really well, you can judge them independently. Well, and it, and it but has I don't think to. You can. I, I think I you think, can and you can't. It it's has really to. weird. I think it's, it has to, and it's not fair in a certain 
sense yeah. to split it in half and say, give me your money. Right. You're not getting a whole thing. Right. You're not getting a whole, you know, you hold, you hold your judgment yeah. on what happened for another year because you, because this is just like, it's not like you stop a movie when right. it's half done. Yeah. You're pretending that this is a movie, right? Right. And so you have to live up to that. Well, and if people are going to say, well, no, that does nothing because yeah. it's half a film and you get two stars or, you know, yeah. two out of 10, then right. you have then to I, take that. Then you've got to do it. Right. right. And I actually feel like there's, there's, Different points of the film, especially when it feels strongest, that it doesn't subscribe to that, we're going to do just half a film and stop. It feels like it's a, right. a, a solid film, a good thing going forward. And then when it doesn't have that feeling, it definitely feels like it's just here to set up the bigger second act. And and I went into that knowing what it was. I read the books, right, you know, and I'm right. not naive to think that this isn't, you know, you call it part one. I know it's part one, and I know right, we're going right, to have to wait. Right. But there was a part of me you know, when I'm watching the film and, and we'll get into this more later, I'm sure, but like as it's getting closer to where I'm feeling it has to start cutting, like it's really going to stop at this scene. And I actually thought it was the wrong scene. There was a moment where I'm like, that's it. Right. And then it goes on. For and then a it goes on more. for about seven or 10 minutes more. And I went, right. hmm, okay, maybe I'm really off. But my feeling, I wasn't watching the clock. I don't fire up my phone or anything in the theater. It just felt like that was where it was going to be. Um, you know, there were moments later where I started realizing like, I'm not terribly invested in what's happening anymore because I know it's about to end at any second. And there's right. a part it's, of me that's a weird feeling. I'm of two minds of this genuinely where I'm really yeah. like, I know what's going to happen. I know this is happening right. right in front of me. But still, and this is a testament to just why I feel like the film, it, it, long-time listeners know we rail on a film and then give it a high mark right. or we do the opposite. Right. In, in this instance, I, you know, there's a lot of stuff to to really get behind, especially Philip Seymour Hoffman, Julianne Moore, and Jennifer Lawrence. Those guys are amazing anytime they're on the screen. Right. And it's not just because Philip Seymour Hoffman is dead, but holy crap, is he awesome in every little thing that yeah, he does. And every it's so, single moment. It's so irritating. And, you know, this is just kind of pulled away from really movie criticism yeah. in a way. But it's just so irritating to watch it and know that that this is like the last was thing, his, thing it, he's in. Yeah. And he's not in it that much. Right. That was like so it was weird. I, I was like doing stuff. In it I wanted time, to see him right? more. Yeah. Just the little things, the little moments when he goes in, when he's trying to get Effie to get on board. He, it, in a weird way, this guy so ta- was so talented, and he's got what an incredible body of work behind him. It doesn't have to be this. But just this, just these moments where he's doing these things with his eyes and his right. in his facial expression, and he and gives his like this little tiny smile, just these and, little yeah. hints of things, and I'm like, you're killing this movie, man. Right. And I mean, in the best of ways, like you're destroying this. And I'm like, this is your movie. Then Woody Harrelson comes out and does the same thing, and I'm like, holy crap, this and and both of them actually, because Woody Harrelson, you know, does not have the same. He doesn't thing, have yeah thing behind him, but he's not in it. In it Hardly that much. much, yeah. I mean, he's really not in. He's much. really not, but he's, he's yeah, not he's, in the other movies all that much either. Right. But he, this one, he's really not in very much. Yeah. But God, when he's in it, it's so he's awesome. Really, it's so really awesome. Yes. It, it, I guess in a weird way, what I what I'm trying to say in a longabout way is, after seeing three of these films now, three or four, I feel like this one, this one felt as a whole, even though I know the whole story, this one feels as a whole a bit like lost. It feels like at times when it meanders and it doesn't have like, it doesn't have 
um, a plot-driven story. It's more of a character-driven story. We're supposed to understand like the motivations and the consequences of this rebellion versus, okay, we got to get everybody in the arena again, and then that's where the film ends. Right. But in a way, even if it's in that regard the weakest of the stories, it's, it's doing the most. Like of all the films, I feel like right. this one is actually doing the most, and, and I, it and does I think the most overall, by not doing much. And I it's think really overall, weird. especially when you put these two together, yeah. it's a very weird shift in dynamic for a trilogy of books. Yeah. Like the, and then obviously it's going to be for a trilogy of movies, even though it's not a trilogy. Right. But, so. but it's um, you know the first two books are very much the same. Very much. Right. And then yeah. and then the, the third book is like we're doing a whole other thing. Yeah. And we're talking in a whole different way and everything about the progression is it's just a book about a totally different thing and it's kind yeah. of a weird thing yeah but you know it works but it's sort of like you know the third year of harry potter all of a sudden you know he doesn't go back to school right. he goes to a whole uh, he goes to a different country right. and yeah. like backpacks through europe as a as a wizard right. and see what that's like yeah. for a book <clears throat> right it's it, you're doing like a completely different thing and it's it's very strange and you know the the one thing that really bugged me since we're yeah going back and forth with things we love and jennifer lawrence i got to say though she's she was really good and then there were moments where I didn't like her as much yeah. as I've liked her in the other two. Yeah. And one of the worst things about this movie for me was when she tries to not act. Yeah. Like when she tries to act like she can't act. Right. She doesn't really nail that. The only person that nails <laughs> that scene is Philip Seymour Hoffman. Right. His reaction at her inability to be an actress, even though she's right. an actress playing the actress who can't be the actor. You know, <laughs> right. he's the only one that sells that. But yeah, yeah hers is... Oh, you can see her acting. It's, it's overly yeah. bad. bad acting right. or something. And and that was, you know, not great. But I, I got to think that's probably a pretty hard thing to do. I actually. think it's probably hard. Maybe maybe <laughs> but, you can be so talented. You just don't know how to not be. Right. I mean, maybe you don't know bad. how to not act well. But anyway, <clears throat> yeah. that, that part for me was a little weird. But, you know, one of the things that I think went wrong, uh, and I think it's probably because of where, you know, they had to decide to break it somewhere. Yeah. And that's why before we even saw this movie, we were talking about where are they going to break where it. Where are they going to do it? Obviously, everyone's asking us about it. Yeah. Because there isn't a good place to break it. That yeah. was like our whole discussion several times before we saw the movie. Right. Is that if you go like halfway and go and say about half and yeah. then we want to break it somewhere. Yeah. So let's see, where can we move a little bit back or a little bit forward and yeah. where's a good spot to end it? There isn't one. No. Because when you're halfway in the middle of the book, I mean, you would have to be like in the middle of a battle and then and go, then all right, forget it. Right. Right. Watch the rest of it next time. And where that really went wrong for me is in my uh, odd thinking of the next movie. Right. Because mainly because uh, President Coyne, you don't get enough of her. I mean, she's she's clearly kind of a bitch. Right. But you don't get anything in this movie that really leads you to where we know the book ends. Yeah. <laughs> and and that means they have to do all of it in the next one. Yeah. And well, that's what we were saying in the parking lot, And I lot too. don't know if they're going to be able to 
build that up enough in a decent way yeah. without just having her, you know, twirling her mustache all of a sudden or something. Right. I mean, not to um, spoil the next movie for people who didn't, haven't read the book. Yeah. But uh, that's another thing. If you like these movies at all, read the books. Read the books. Because get, get into it. They're, uh, they're, they're fast. It's easy. They, they are. And especially this one, which is another thing that we said um, before was – that there's so much of this book that is just, you know, her thinking to herself yeah. or, you know, there's several different characters kind of having internal dialogues or whatever or, you know, whatever it is. It's just there's a bunch of, you know, like in this movie, we see um, like the people in the hospital. We see certain victors that yeah. are there. There are certain victors that we need to rescue. Right. There are uh, people who came out of the Hunger Games and now are, like, missing the people who were right, captured. Who captured in it. And there's a lot of that stuff that happens. You know, in the movie, there's, like, ten minutes of, see, he's sitting on the bed looking sad. Yeah. So just know, know that he's what's going, going on, right? right? And, you know, that takes up a decent amount of the book yeah. that we're running through anyway and only getting a third of the way through. Right. And there's a lot of that where it's probably not fair in a way because it's like because I know what's coming next, yeah. I don't think you're doing a good job setting it up. Right. And maybe maybe that's the way it is. Maybe too, that's but... cheating on my part in my rating. But yeah. it definitely knocked me down some. And like yeah. I said, I was trying I was trying to convince myself to be knocked down more. Yeah. <laughs> and say it's there's so many things well, that every I single don't time, love. Every single time I would think on something, and it was almost always the same thing. It's like the film – we've said this before, and I know I say it sometimes, is that it, it really suffers from not having a lack of urgency. They know that there's no reason to put the pedal to the metal in this version because they've got another hour and a half to two hours right. at least. And we, and we even suggested playfully, but I, I don't know for sure because I don't know what it's going to be. This was a two-hour movie, two hours and two minutes, but it's a two-hour film. What if the next one is two and a half hours? You know, holy crap, how much stuff are they going to hit us with? But they may try to certainly do something like that. Um, You know, without a real sense of urgency, the thing kind of meanders in places. And when I feel negatively about the film, I feel like it just doesn't feel like the need to act. It's kind of reflecting. And, And that's okay in the grand scheme of things. But again, I have to wait another year now. For this other film and in some weird way I had so much fun with the film and, and like I said to you when we left I, I didn't know and, and everything you just said was true we've talked about it privately and on the air before about like how are they going to do this she confesses a lot it's a lot of internal monologue I thought they did great with it I thought they did better than I would I have think, anticipated them uh, they having did the better than I do. thought yeah and in doing that you know I was pleasantly surprised and I had more fun even though our grades for these films have gone up we liked the first one right. and in a weird bit of trivia the first one was our first show ever right and then when we did the next one I remember us both going out like I kind of had low expectations but still this was awesome like right. this was one of the best films we saw that year and and I don't know that this will be highly ranked on my list but it certainly is a big surprise I feel it would have been much better if they had if they had at least pretended that this was going to be a movie by itself. And all the times I'm knocking, and this is when I'm thinking negative of the film. Right. And then I'm like, yeah, but Philip Seymour Hoffman, man. Yeah. Remember that Remember that scene when Hamish decides, like, you guys can't script anything for Like, that's right. one of his best scenes. Remember the stuff that she does in the field? Remember how great this was and, and how great that and, was? And, and then and I'm Woody like, Harrelson, like, sells that scene really well, so well, too. Like, that scene could... Uh, 
itself come off weirdly scripted. It would have looked real patronizing you know I mean? and pandering it, it, it if could, it hadn't been done well. It could go yeah. really wrong, and he he delivers it really well. And it's also one of those things where if everybody involved, I mean, everybody who talks during that scene, if yeah. everybody doesn't work really well, then it almost seems like, like I said, like kind of scripted, like yep. like then you'd start to think that uh, – Woody Harrelson talked to him beforehand and said, when I say think of a moment, right. you say this. Yeah. You know, right. but it Instead comes of, off real. It comes off very natural. And, right. and it and it and could go so wrong and spoil a lot that comes after it. So here's here's the ultimate thing for me though, like because I was I'm I'm flirting with the idea of saying, Look, I, I had a lot of fun with this movie last night and I and I give it an eight or an eight and a half. I'm gonna give it an eight and a half officially, but I waver between those two, even though what I focus on are just the small problems, but the good things are so friggin' good, it overwhelms it. There's a part of me that wants to say, look, this is an event and it's a holiday time. You're going to go to the films anyway. You're going to see this. You're not maybe missing a whole lot if you wait a year and see these back to back. Now That's, counter- together, that's right. counterintuitive to everything I'm about to say, because I did love the film. It was right. really fun. But then to also follow it up and be like, but you can wait. And you don't even have to see it on you know pay-per-view or DVD. They'll probably throw it back in the theater again because we're about right. to see 55 hours of Hobbit in a couple weeks. Right. Next, you year, know. next year when this comes out, yeah. you may even – because you know every year movies are completely different. They are. It's uh, so weird. Like splitting this thing up and who knows. You know, in five years, who knows what will happen with uh-huh. going to movies. But anyway, next year when you see this, you might be able to just go see them. Right, like as a unit, not yeah. not even like back to back, but just, just like it. all put together, right, and just see it all. Put so together. it's and, and I understand that that's kind of like our thing. Sometimes it's not on purpose. We don't try to be duplicitous and you know knocking something down, but giving it an eight. Right. But still, there wasn't a thing in this film. We didn't see it in three D. There wasn't a thing in this film that I feel like you have to see on a big screen this week. Like right. I actually kind it's of not feel, in three D. By the way, no, oh, it isn't. Okay, yeah. I. I expected it totally to be right, in just 3D. don't confuse the listeners who are going to try and we see saw it in 3D we saw now. it in a limited 3D theater. You got to see it in 3D somewhere. That's that's, <laughs> that's what I'm right. going to sell. But I, I actually do kind of genuinely feel like I don't think you're missing a whole lot if you just miss this for right. 11 months and then see it again. I don't think anyone's going to do that. I think that's, they're going to go see that's it. That's like the highest rated movie so you're weird. ever going to say that about. Yeah, probably, I know. It really right? is. Like you it's can eight and a half. Time. But, but if you go in a uh, if you go into a coma now and wake up in eleven months, you'll be okay. Right. But anyway, that's a you, weird way to feel about a film. You know, I do you know I what I mean a, though. Like, it, it, it is, and I I agree with you even a little. Do you really? Okay, <laughs> we didn't even talk about this at all. But I was like, man, that's a weird way to feel. I don't know if I would feel that way about any of these other films that I just. I'm, you know, just because I agree with you, just because you know everyone has to see it anyway, and everyone's agree, going and to going see through. it anyway, and it doesn't make any difference. But I kind of agree with you because when the movie ends. It it doesn't actually have a good place. Right. And the one thing I will give you about the Harry Potter movies is that when they decided to split it, yeah. it was the author of the book who decided to split it. Right. And it was the author of the book who wrote how one's going to end <laughs> and the other one's going to start in right. order for it to seem like a real a story, thing that's two like... different two different movies. Yeah. Which is not what happened here. Right. 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 And so the reason I agree with you is that when this ends, it, it kind of just stops and you go, oh, well, now I get to wait for a long time. It's right. not like you really get to a thing yeah. that is, you know, a conclusion of a movie. Yeah. It really is kind of like it's just, you know, this is how long it can be. Cl- right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just we got to like, fill two hours. That's it. it. 
Yeah. And and you know they have this like build up moment kind of thing where it's like ooh then now we're getting to and yeah. the, you know the music kicks Swell, off higher yeah, and everything. And then you you see Peta and stuff and then oh no I'm very sad and torn and all that right. and then and then bang. Right. So there there's kind of something that happens that sort of maybe this is a kind of a end of a part of our story. Right. Except not really. No. <laughs> it, it really, <laughs> yeah. really, it's just the four-hour movie yeah. that we went, well, that's two hours. Cut it right. there. Take I mean, it there. It's, it's really – so when you're walking out, you're not going, whoa, that was cool. Right. Even though 20 minutes ago you were going, whoa, this is cool. Absolutely. <laughs> right? And I was. And so yeah. that's that's really uh, – it's really a letdown when you're walking yeah. out. So, you know, if if it were possible to wait – I could kind of you know, agree with you, yeah. although, like I said, everyone's going to see it. Yeah. But, you know, as there's all these things that I'm trying to talk myself down on yeah. this movie, and now this one is kind of the opposite, right? Because the last one we saw, even though we liked the first one okay, yeah. we still went into the second one, like you said, and we were like, eh, I mean, it'll probably be okay. Yeah. And then we walked out, and we were like, what What just happened? Right, that was right? so much and, fun, and yeah. It, it, that was easily, like, the biggest surprise. I think so. Uh, last year, I would say there was The Hunger Games and, um, what is it, Oblivion, the yep. Tom Cruise one? Yep. That those blew us away. That was, those that was were like the two yeah. most gigantic surprises. That was really great. <laughs> that, uh, you know, while the movie's going, I was watching both those movies going, uh, what's happening? Yeah, like, right. Like, this is insane. Yeah. And so, but now, now I expect good things. Right. Now I'm going into the third one right. going, well, now I, you've, now had, you've right. had two. Yeah. <laughs> now you've convinced yeah. me that you know what you're doing. Right. So you've got a little bit different expectation thing going on. So yeah. if it's not awesome, then right. you go, oh, right. you know, yeah. then now, now I'm disappointed, even yeah, if it's not right. that good. Right. And there's all these things that I don't like about it. And th- there's lots of things that are kind of, you know, the movie critic is, you know, raising his head going, yeah. well, that's a goofy way to right. write that that's dialogue or, you know, whatever. Awkward. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, when this movie like really won me over and it's weird because it's pretty late. Yeah. And I was having a good time. And, you know, if only I could have watched this movie, you know, not thinking about all the stuff that's going to have to happen in the next movie, right. I would have had a better time. Yeah. But I was having a good time anyway. I was liking the movie. I was liking a lot of the way that stuff was happening. And one of the things I think uh, even this movie does better than the book. Yeah. Which is odd. Right. right? is uh, really selling me on uh, people kind of being irritated and in love with Katniss at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, that was like really there. And it's only sort of kind of there in the book for me, right? It was still, it was just like everyone loves her. Yeah. And then, oh, all right, let's say some people are irritated with her, whatever. Um, I thought there were a lot of good parts early on where they had that. But where this movie like really got me was when they went into the thing to rescue PETA. Mm-hmm. And they're going down the ropes into the building. Yeah. Because I'm watching it going, this should be so stupid. Right. And it's really cool. It is. And, and it's, it not, is. it's not like this is uh, big time action stuff going on. Right. Or, you know, like it, you're watching the same thing as when the Expendables – you know, right. go down some ropes yeah, off, right. out of a helicopter or yeah. something like that. It, you're you're in a totally different movie, but still, I was like, 
this should be kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. And especially because I know what's going to happen. Right. Or at least I know most of what's going to happen, right. right? According to, yeah, according to and, the book. And yet... I was like, well, but this is really cool this is and funny. really well done. And I'm yeah. like, well, now I have to like it, I think. Right. This and is funny you bring that up because I was actually going to ask you, even though it's not enough that we read the book, okay, and it's not enough that we've seen a lot of movies. It's not enough that when they go into that building, you know, when they go into Champion Tower or whatever it is right. to try to get the people out that, you know, they want to remove – it's not that I have any foreknowledge whatsoever. It's so obvious what's going to happen. Right, right. But I'm invested in it because right. the way it's done. Right, the right you, you don't, sound, you don't the have music, to. Right, score, you don't have to have read the book to know. What's you don't have to know happen. anything. Right. This is what I'm saying. We read the book. We we know how these films go. Even if I had just come to this planet, <laughs> right. I know. Like, okay, I'm pretty sure I know how this is going to work out. Right. I don't care. And the way they did it, it worked. It was so solid. And, and you know what was? And uh, that was surprising because I'm like, this is such a fluff piece. Like, this is a right. ten minute thing to get me to the next scene but i'll be damned if this isn't really working and and what was so bizarrely cool about it was that um not okay not only do you know what's going to happen like in retrospect like not while you're watching it but then you look back on it (laughs) right and you go they they drop into the thing right you've got um the one guy i can't remember his name the one the one other victor is talking so now we have him talking uh, um, yeah He's telling his story about all of, you know, President Snow and Parties the, and the, sell, the and selling the of the yeah. victors and the whole thing and, yeah. and airing all the dirty laundry to keep people occupied, whatever. Yep. And that whole story that they start selling with this, uh, we're going to put out a transmission and it has to be him and that's going to jam things. And, yeah. And we'll watch on the screen as we can see what's happening and we can see him and this and that. And when you look back on that, it's it's so Scooby-Doo. It, it is. It's, it's it totally like is. A, it's just, MacGyver. It's, it's MacGyver like knowledge, too. Yeah, like, yeah. like thing. Yeah. And then that was another part, actually, about the movie that I didn't love. It wasn't a big deal, really, that it, it was a problem. But we've got like Mr. Computer Genius guy. Yeah, BD. Yeah, and he's uh, awesome. and, and you know, he he is actually uh, really good. He's really uh, good. I, I like him a lot. But it's uh there's a part of him in this movie that's kind of like, you know that new show Scorpion? Yeah. Um where everyone's genius mm-hmm. and yet everyone talks really dumb. Right. Like <laughs> that show drives me nuts, right. right? And not only that, but it's uh you know, he's a computer hacking genius, right? Which is fine, and plus he's a, just a super genius in general, yeah. which is fine too. But um, first of all, he speaks like everyone else is stupid. Yeah. But he speaks like you're stupid, and I have to talk in this way so that you'll understand me, right. even though I'm a genius. But then, as you're going through stuff that happens in the episode, right? He goes, "Well, okay, I'm gonna have to hack into." you know, yeah. NATO or something like that. And he opens up his laptop and like hits like five keys and right. goes, okay, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now wait a minute. So one I of mean, those was a power button. Like base, <laughs> like this is basically computer hacking for like my parents. Right. Right. <laughs> like computer hacking yeah. is just magic anyway. So if you just, if you just right. hit five buttons You're in. and you can hack into something, that's right. fine with me. Sure. That's probably how that works. NORAD defense. Anyway, so but that's how BD works yeah. in this movie. And it just kind of bugs me. It just stands out a little bit that he's like, well, we have to, uh, you know, like it, it's just like when you have fake typing. 
Yeah. Uh, on like you're what you're supposed to be watching somebody typing it. They're just like hey, Ray. AKY, AKY, AKY. Like, I don't even know what you're doing. And he's like, uh, well, I designed this thing and now I have to figure out how to jam it. And, you know, I pushed this button like three times and that didn't work. So I don't know. I dig out, it. I, guess. I still thought. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. It's still I, I, fun, though. The whole thing is fine and he's really good in it. But I'm like, you know, couldn't we spend like 10 seconds? Like right. having him do something right. that we could at least pretend is like a thing. Yeah. I don't know. It was it was just odd. But that whole scene, it's so weird to look back at it. Like I said, because I was so in that scene mm-hmm. that it actually turned into like what really sold me on the movie was the fact that they're pulling this off is impressive. Yeah. And yet, when you're walking out of the movie and you think back on it, you're like, what a goofy total thing. And then, yeah. and then. Uh, you know, oh, it's going wrong. Well, make her talk to him. Right. Maybe if she gets him to pay attention, then we will have. Right. You yeah. know, maybe even though we're doing this, you know, if we just kind of snap our fingers yeah, right. over here with Katniss and go, President Snow, look yeah, over here. Right. right. Yeah. Then that will will all be saved. And, and I, it I, was just so goofy. And yet I was I was like in it. That that moment that they go in, the moment when when she's alerted, when Katniss finds out that they're going to get PETA and Annie and everybody else, they're going in after them from. From that start moment, about 25 minutes nonstop. It's like, it's like James Cameron's Aliens. It's like full-on, crazy, like adrenaline rushing, kind of really interesting, really engaging action stuff. Right. That you don't have much before that, and you certainly don't really get after that. I wish that more of the film had been at least emotionally like that instead of a little bit like stiff-arming me away. Because it was so much fun, and when it happens and I realize how much I am like kind of in my seat and having a blast with it, it, it this is what I'm saying. Like when I really dig the film and I'm just like, man, but if only more of it had been right. like that. I mean, and, I, and it's not like this film is terms of endearment with a big gunfight at the end or anything. No, but, but there, it, there is a lot of, you know, kind of sappy wandering around the the you know, destroyed stuff. Yeah. But I do have to say I was, it was another thing that I was odd. It was odd that I was, I was okay with it. I was okay with it. I was too. <laughs> it was, it was very, Especially I'm like, because how Jennifer, are they doing this? Yeah. And that they can like split my brain so yeah. much that like one side of me is going, ah, oh, come on. It's, it's interesting <laughs> you know? to follow how good they trust the story and how good Jennifer Lawrence is at conveying this because early on, you know, she's not even convinced she can be this mockingjay, this poster child for the rebellion. And she goes to the hospital. Right. And she doesn't want to she anyway because she's want to be. still pissed. Right. And, and that part of the beginning, I really like. I really like it. Really, <clears throat> they they sold it. They stood didn't, by it. They didn't just give that like lip service. Right. And start out and go, so, you know, remember she's this, mad, right? But you can't wait to fire your bow again. Exactly. No, she's like, I'm right. not picking up anything for you guys. You left them there. Right. Screw you. When she goes, and, and again, this is like what Hamish said, the real strength of her is how she is in a real situation instead of a manufactured one. When she's in the hospital and then she's finally recognized and everyone's like, what are you doing here? She's like, I came here to see you. And then this kid just says, you know, will you fight with us? And when she Which says yes. Which is like yes, in the trailer. This is right, very, right. Yeah, and this is very early in the film. And right. when she says yes and she commits to it. There's like this there's like this gravity then. I felt pulled into it because I'm like, yeah, let's do more of this. Right. Do more of this. Because I didn't want to see her much like we really we really do start seeing her. She's had a nightmare, she's kinda hiding, like they gotta pull her out. Right. They put her in a you know, 
I didn't want the film, and I thought it was going to be a lot of that and her walking around and basically talking to just, her Hamish just or someone. Just in order like, to fill the Do the space. Time, right? yeah, yeah, and I didn't want that. And thankfully, man, they didn't do it. Right. They found other ways to stretch time and do it. But it was really great, and it's a little uneven, that's all. It just makes the film a little right. uneven, but still right. great. And, and, you know, that's that beginning part, I, that's where I was, you know – really getting into weird parts of the movie where they weren't even parts that were interesting in the book. Right. So there, there were some parts, especially yeah. especially kicking things off. You know, when you read the third book, the third book's really good. Yeah. But the third book, for me, does not really pick up any serious steam until you're like halfway into it. The yeah. first, the first third, which this movie it's a lot is, of consciousness, is you know. really kind of like you're speed reading through it, going, yeah, whatever. I know you nightmares know? about the games, um, yeah, and, Peru, and, and, all and this she, blah, she's got to go back to twelve and yeah. see that it was destroyed. She's got to get out there in the fight and go to eight. She's yep. got to, they've got to all kind of work together to convince Coin to let her do it. Uh-huh. And but I will say there is, there's more in the book that gives you a better picture of coin. Yeah. Because even so far, so far throughout this movie, she's really just, I mean, she's, she's kind of a bitch about everything, but yeah. she, she's really a, a little too far to one side of just being the person in command of, yeah. you know, the rebel forces or whatever. Well, whatever. We, we know. Yeah. And we know the end of the movie and if, if it goes that way, then we'll see maybe a different side of her. But I certainly felt like she's supposed to be hard-ass, but Julianne Moore is too motherly like to pull off all of it. Even if we get background about how she lost right. her family and all these things, when she's really hard-ass and she's basically and Katniss is giving her her demands and she's like, no, we'll, we'll find another way. you know. And that whole scene, though, that scene's great. That's the president coin from the book. You know, that, that, the one that's later that right, sits but down with her and is like, is we don't really, okay? We don't really get it enough. Like, and I think that the thing, even before, I mean, so we'll spoil the book kind of if you don't know yeah. the book or the way the movie goes or anything. But, I mean, we'll spoil it a little bit. You don't all have to run away right, from the show off, right yeah, away. We're not we're <laughs> right quite now. at that point yet. But the thing for me is that in the book, even earlier on, I think, there was more of a hint of the fact that Coin was, like, really kind of scared of her. Yeah. Because... It, because there was more of this kind of undertone in what was happening that, you know, if Katniss stood up and said, I'm the president now, right. everyone would go, yep. Yeah. yep. <laughs> and Coyne was worried about that yeah. and had to do, tried to do certain things to keep the whole, you know, use right. her, but keep her in a certain place right. where she was – the leader of the revolution and yet kind of not the leader and still and, and yeah. try to, you know, kind of finagle that right. a little bit. And you don't you don't really get that in the movie, no. which means we have to really kind of shift gears yeah. in order to do enough of that in the next movie to make it work, really work like, and believable. Yeah, to, to make it work that it's not like all of a sudden we're just, you know, flipping on a switch and right. she's evil or well, whatever. And, and even more so, like, in the film, they have a really good scene. Again, it doesn't give anything away, but there's, you know, she's she's basically convincing them that she has to be in the field in order to be the propaganda person. And President Coyne is like, I don't like that idea. What if you die? And her response is, just make sure you get on film then. Right. And that sells her, you know, to that point, because then she sees her not as a 
not right, as because, an invaluable because irreplaceable then coin thing. Is going, Hopefully that will happen. Right, because now, <laughs> right. now she's more like the person in the book who sees her as a commodity. Right. And at some point, that commodity is to be traded. Exactly. That, that is, she is to actually only be effective if she's martyred. If she lives, then hopefully the war is over because at that point, she's only, like you said, she's a threat. Right. And I think she sees her as that, as a piece on the board. You know, Maybe not as little as a pawn, but she's not as big as the queen. She's, she's weighty, but she's certainly right. expendable. And I never really fully got that later in the film. Strangely enough, I got it earlier. Like I felt like the earlier first hour of president uh, of you know coin was in line with that, but right. you know I, I, it's not enough to have a big qualm. It's just noticeable. It's right. interesting it, that it's, it's, a, it's a difference in the book. The way I remember it, it's just a strange thing. But uh, it, it's kind of yeah. cool the way that Katniss walks through it too, and when yeah. her sister has to tell her, you know, like, right? You have no idea. I don't think you understand yeah. how right. important you are. That's right? a great scene because she's like, if you say that something, was, right. they've got to do it, and right. she's like. I should just talk to you more. Often. <laughs> right, you know, that's a right. great scene, and it does what it needs to do in twenty seconds, and then it's done. Right. They that and could have could, been a longer scene. Could that could have been a five minute right, scene. Exactly. You know, all this the, stuff. And and that's the exact place where when a movie's going wrong on trying to extend itself, that's right. exactly where you right. would expect them to do it. And you know, there's uh, I have to say too before we get too low on time that you know when it starts out, all of the stuff that happens in the beginning is kind of goofy, crappy nonsense. And yet, somehow, I really liked it. Right. Like the whole um, she hates them. We know. I mean, especially if you read the book, right? Right. And then you're you're kind of sailing along on whatever sea they put you on, I right. guess. But but she doesn't want to be a part of it. Then she goes to eight. Yep. And has to see what's going on, and she reacts perfectly. Yep. And then you know she gets to blow up a plane with a bow. So right. You, Get, and you see that in the you trailer. You get to anyway, throw that so, in, right. so that's awesome, right? Yeah. And then it gets bombed, and it, you know she reacts really awesomely. Right. And then she goes to twelve, and we might have overplayed going to twelve <laughs> that first time a little bit yeah. because you know I, I maybe only need to see so many bodies. Right. Like you know, I actually don't remember that exactly being like not the that way that in, in the, the book, book because. Yeah. I mean, and maybe it was, and I just don't remember it, but it was like we kind of – it seemed like we kind of played with the story a little bit yeah. in order to make it so that it's just this whole road of right. dead bodies, right. which was just yeah insane looking. And so maybe that was over – overdone more than it needed to be but still you know she does really well with it i mean she She makes it work that's a weird that's a weird hiccup in the film too i like that scene i just didn't like it i would have liked it better later because they go to do the same thing and gail is right they go back again and he tells the story about all these people on the road and when they pan back it's basically the exact same shot it's just got more people there instead of katniss it would have had more emotional weight to see bodies then. If they had done – this is the so nitpicky thing. But if they had just done <laughs> right. destruction, she would have still been upset. And she stands right. on you know, some bones, and that would have been enough. But really when they pull back and we saw all the bodies, I was like, okay. It's, just, it's almost like a undead movie. It's just a wasted – yeah. You know, it's like there's yeah. so many corpses everywhere. That... There's no longer any emotional investment in Gail's telling of the story, even though as a character and as the actor portraying him, Helmsworth does it really well. But right. I've already seen the bodies. Like I don't need this – you're not giving me anything now, right? So, and we're and we're we're, we're trying to get him more involved in it. Right. And I think in the see, I think eight was great, mm-hmm. and uh, I think if you know we have to like be 
even more nitpicky, even though we're saying lots, even, of, lots of bad things about the movie. Sure. But it's one of those things for me, like where, you know, really less is more like you, there's mm-hmm. a bunch of dead bodies. And eventually, if you keep adding dead bodies, it's not it's interesting not anymore. Yeah. Right. It's <laughs> it's not powerful well, and it doesn't like then know, it's just like this, like the version, like the excuse me, the scene you just said with his with her sister in bed, like less is more. That's such a right. fast scene and it has so much more weight to it. Because it's so quick, right? You know, and it's it, it's so real sounding. When, I agree. Eight was eight was good, and happened. twelve was right. a little bit overdone. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. You know, you I know. I think that probably pretty much sums that's up, really sums it. up the movie. And again, you know, if anybody had droned out while we were doing a bunch of transition stuff, I, I still think this is a great film. This was a lot of yeah. fun. You liked it a little bit better than I did, but we both and I feel like we were both. A little surprised at how good it was. Yeah. You know, again, and I still think, you know, even though I'm joking with waiting a year to see it, like, I think if you're going to go see a film right off, this is this is certainly going to get your attention. It's going to make you open up your wallet. Yeah. You know? I think that, you know, for me, even though I'm saying all these bad things about it, like uh, we always do, but, you know, we said a lot, we of, said a lot, we of, said good a lot of good things about it. And I think everyone and everyone in the movie was part which, of you can almost never say. Yeah, not to no, I, I agree. I thought not everyone to, not to interrupt because I know you're about to do your summary of stuff, but I think that we're playing this right this time because I think all the great things that we're not saying are best for people to just see fresh. Like right, we're talking right. about how great Philip Seymour Hoffman is and all these scenes that he's in. I don't want to ruin them all for you, even though I really right, want to right, ruin right. them all for you. I don't want to ruin them all for you. When you see it, you'll be like, wow, this is great. So Right. And and the first couple of scenes that he's in, especially Yeah. Um, when we're really kind of on that Katniss is pissed off, right? You know, part of things, and she's maybe could kind of go either way at this point. Like yeah. she may just tell you to screw off right. and you know go yeah. Yeah. go fight your battle without me or whatever. Yeah. The first couple of scenes where we see him are are really it's awesome, really awesome. Yeah. And you know, I wonder how much he still gets to be in. The, the next know. one, or how that's going to work, or whatever. But he was he was really good. And now Hamish, uh, according to the book, we should see a bit more of more. him. And Woody Harrelson was incredible. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I got to say, as much as I, you know, I said I was trying to bring this down and bring it down, and ultimately, like the reason that I couldn't was just the ride really was so good. Yeah, I really mean, was. just just sitting there and just like kind of not paying attention to all right. the things that you have to pay attention to, to be nitpicky and all this yeah. stuff. And, you know, Ooh, the cinematography there was, yeah. uh, and for a two hour <laughs> film, it certainly doesn't feel like a 90 minute movie, but it's a very, but it fun, goes it, along. It's a very fun two it, hours. It goes along very well. Yeah. Ex- except for, like you said at the beginning, I think the pacing was really it's good. Really, yeah. I thought the pacing was really good. Even when there's parts, when she goes back to 12, she's looking through her house. We're obviously going to, drag this along a little mm-hmm. bit and you know let her be all weepy right. and see stuff yeah even those scenes were fine and uh, and there there was plenty of balance which i don't they might have had to make that up a little bit from the book too yeah. because there was a lot of good balance of doing something where we're even if it's not action we're having like a heated discussion right or, you know we're right. like we're picking up the pace somehow and i thought the pacing was really good except like you said the last like 15 minutes or so it slows way down and when it does all you all you sit there and think is so is this where it ends is that where it ends where exactly does it end because the movie kind of like 
it doesn't have a good ending. Yeah. And it knows it doesn't have a good ending, but it's got to kind of turn wherever I happen to be right now into, into an, an ending. ending. Yeah. So it really kind of like slams on the brakes for like 15 it, minutes. Yeah. And then you're just kind of dragging and dragging right. and then you think it's over and then it goes hold on a minute Guess, oh one more thing <laughs> right exactly like, I, it's not as abrupt you know the the worst case that i've ever seen really that i can remember was in the matrix 2 when the great action scene's done and then there's the right. 15 minute architect talk uh, right and you're just like oh my what <laughs> right. who like it's not like that but it just feels a little like it should have been misplaced the but other it, way, it clearly is something you know that is weird that happened when we were trying to yeah. turn this into two movies because the pace of the movie all of a sudden just goes massively slow. Yeah, and just you know even when you know we're like panning back on uh, President Coins talking and yeah. we're looking at her for a really long time and let's look at her from a different angle for a long time right, now. Yeah. yeah. And then let's like move really slowly towards the window and yeah. let's watch Katniss get out of bed really slow, Real slow. and walk down yeah. the hall. And it's just a weird thing that yeah. doesn't match the rest of the movie at all yeah. that it's, it's just really weird. And it will be interesting to see, like I want the, you know, final director's cut of the two movies where we put them both together into one really long movie, yep. but we like recut it, right? So, so that, that doesn't so that we don't go have to do way, that, right? Because it doesn't have to fill the time to get you to the end of a movie right, that they're right. not sure about. And that would be, I bet. I think awesome. you know, it, we don't say this very often anyway, especially when we're complaining about stuff <clears throat> like we are. I, I actually only think the only scene I would remove of this whole film is like a two-minute scene when they go bow hunting. It yeah, doesn't do that, a thing. That, it was very forced. all it does. All it does is show that you know the animals no longer are afraid of people because they're not hunted anymore. But that there's no real because position. Because it's not thirteen. It's like whatever. That was a scene, and I, and I, to, only I totally, long, I totally agree gone. with you. But that is a scene where um, that's clearly like a a, a fan right scene. That's like, a fan service scene. That like that was in the book. That We're gonna ha- have to throw it in. Right. That happens in the book. And it's actually like a big deal in the book. It's, it is because it has meaning. In because it has, it's, uh, you know, they want to go out and hunt right, right. and, you know, whatever. And yep. there's this whole thing about, you know, we could go out and hunt and right. people could have more food or right. whatever. I don't know. There's, yeah. I mean, there's there's like a big talk about it. And yep. then there's, I think there's even kind of like we tried to do it and she said no. And then we found a way to convince her to let right, us do it yeah. or whatever. But it's like a bigger deal, and it's there's way more of them having a chance to talk to each other. Right. And it's like they go outside now, and they don't even really talk to each right. other. They they They're go outside. Yeah. They see they see this big deer or caribou or right. whatever the hell is big. It is big, big massive yeah. thing, and it's not scared of them. And then the only point of it now is to, for some reason, say, "Look, the animals aren't right. scared of That's us, it. and it doesn't seem fair, yeah. and whatever." But they don't really have like any kind of conversation. No. Really, they have the conversation in, beforehand inside. Right. And you <laughs> want you want a moment with her. You know, they want to steal this moment away from cameras and stuff. It, it's reminiscent because she's outside by the water when she sings the Hanging Tree song, which right. is great. Right. That scene is amazing, and it tells everything. Even though she doesn't say anything, she's just singing a song. Right. Like you can tell all these things. But right. And that, that's and my that was strike, really cool. That I would have rather had them uh, take that out maybe take a couple of other scenes and and shave off a minute here yeah. and a minute there 
and spend more time not exactly directly in that scene, but when they when she does certain things and we see the promos uh-huh. and and then we see a really fast somebody rebels. Right. Like I would yeah, rather that would have been better. Put something else yeah. into like the rebelling so we can kind of yeah. see that would have been cool. See something else happen there. But anyway, that's not a big. It's no reason to not. No, no. That's anyway. just being my nitpicky self. But, you um, know, good to be back. Good to be doing a show and then then a film. Hopefully, he likes hearing from us instead of a week or two off here or right. there. And we'll we'll if we we'll see what we get now. It, now next week is like uh, horrible, horrible bosses, bosses too, too, which is fantastic. And yeah. hopefully, we should be doing a fox catcher. Yep. Next week, so we can and, do yeah. at least both cool. of those, and then this is really going to be the week where we're going to kick off on uh, three or four All movies a week, stuff. or yep. who knows what. There will be uh, tons of stuff, but uh, everything is coming out now. As soon as we get past Horrible Bosses, this is too. It. yeah, and there's the rush. <laughs> that's the gatekeeper. That so. that is that's cool. that's the thing you have to all get right. past to get the good apples, right? <laughs> that's all right. Um, but yeah, so next week Horrible Bosses two. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and please share, subscribe, rate us on iTunes, and uh, catch us on Stitcher wherever. And uh, we will see you next week. Yeah, bye. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with their spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway.